Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy holidays, everybody. I'm Stephen Daniel Arnoff, host and creator of Bob Dylan, about man and God and law. You know, we talk a lot about Bob Dylan and religion on the show, but try to avoid pinning a particular set of religious beliefs or practices on Dylan himself. For one thing, Bob Dylan's personal life is his and his alone. Speculating about Dylan's internal life and purpose for the purposes of understanding his work is reasonable. But anything that feels like gossip, well, we try to stay away from pranks. And secondly, as Dylan says in an interview with Rolling Stone we heard in episode one, most of religion is about appearances. What really matters? Faith, blending oneself with the divine deep, humble appreciation for life and living, the secrets of the innermost heart, these things are ineffable and transcendent. We're lucky if we have even five conversations over the course of our entire lives with another human being that really gets us to the place where our spirit and body meet with the universe. guessing that Dylan's music gets you to that place if you're listening to this show. But does that make Bob Dylan's music religious? We're not sure. Spiritual? Profound? Ineffable? Well, it's all that. But religious? To coin a phrase, religion can be something like a four-letter word. Let's play with the theme of Dylan and religion a little bit in the spirit of the season and see what we find under the tree. Or behind the menorah. Bob Dylan was born to a Jewish family, seems to have engaged with the Jewish tradition in varying degrees of seriousness and depth over the years, and in some sense beyond linear description, one can suss Jewish allegories or echoes or synchronicities that hover around and within his work. But Dylan's also very deep with Christianity, very deep. It's core to the music and narratives he loves and 
that made him, of course, and he entered a pretty ferocious public evangelical phase during the late 70s. Even a superficial listening to his decades of music top to bottom gleans martyrdom, Jesus Christ, blood, good Samaritans, the law, and all kinds of other Christian religious lore and leanings. But it's holiday time, and the dilemma is here. What should we get for Bob Dylan during this season of the festivals of lights? A dreidel for his stocking? A latka for a tree? <laughs> a god that's in his heaven and we all want what's his? It's not the way we roll personally, because we don't actually roll on Shabbos for those keeping score. We're going to give some of all, none, and both as an answer. Firstly, Happy Hanukkah. And after that, spoiler alert, it must be Santa. Here's a foreign song I learned in Utah. Ha. Va. Hava. Na. Hava na. Gi. Hava na gi. Lo. Havana Gila Orlai Havana Gila may be the most known Jewish song in all of the whole wide world. It comes from Hebrew and literally means, Let us rejoice. Now, Dylan calls this a foreign song he learned in Utah. Tongue in cheek. Identity in Czech. As we just learned from Tony Glover's letters in episode 7, Dylan is no longer a Zimmerman in no small part because he was worried about having a Jewish name. And yet, here comes Bob, hiding in plain sight, with a talking blues version of a song that everyone from Philip Roth to Barbara Streisand knew and danced to with their aunts and uncles and cousins at a wedding, and it couldn't be any clearer that Dylan knows this song from the inside. No, I'm not Jewish, says the rounder highwayman Dylan from way out in Utah. And yes, Dylan says, sarcastically, Hava Nagila flashingly, I am a Jew. And this yes-no-maybe Jewish twist on the ageless question of who are you? Well, funnily enough, it's the essence of the Hanukkah story itself. Take us back, take us way, way back, 2,300 years ago or so, to a time when the Greeks, those formative masters of poetry and the arts of war, had dominated the ancient Near East. Like the America of the Age of Dylan, Greek culture was the predominant cultural force of a vast empire with vassal states and local governments and far-reaching, seemingly unreachable peoples, all somehow navigating how Greek religion 
government, art, fashion, language, literature, philosophy, and style would influence whatever it was that they called their own. When it came to cultural identity, like it or not, by the tip of a sword or the tip of a tongue, it was all Greek to them. The influence was unavoidable. In Judea, the precursor to what we now call Israel, a band of tough Jews called the Maccabees, who had adopted many Greek practices like most of the people of the region, are said to have wanted to reassert what might be called their Jewish roots, despite the undeniable impact of Greek culture on their lives and spirit. They wanted to purify the temple in Jerusalem, which had gone Hellenist. They wanted political independence. They wanted uniqueness, distinctiveness, chosenness, and choice within the empire of the Greeks. And they were ready to fight to the death for it. There it is. And there it was. A never-ending Jewish story for a people or nation or culture, whatever you want to call it, constantly wrestling with how Jewish to be in context of a dominant culture. It's been like that for thousands of years, and Dylan's America was no different when he was finding out who he wanted to be, who he was chosen to be. So like any Jewish kid from a mostly not Jewish town, in a mostly not Jewish world, who wanted to change the world, it must have been hard for Bobby Zimmerman to figure out how to present himself authentically without being too much of any one thing, or giving too much of himself away while, in fact, creating a new self or selves to make his mark on the world. And this is, in a funny kind of way, Dylan's Hanukkah gift to us all wrapped up and is not just sarcastic, and not just lacrimose, and not just cute version of Havana to wrestle with cultural and personal identity and purity, your name and history, and to do so fearlessly in front of the crowd, giving up secrets and keeping them to yourself. And most importantly, to do so with a catchy tune and a great sense of humor. Well, that's Dylan acting out a microcosmic religious drama in a few throwaway moments of a song heard at every Jewish wedding. Identity, Dylan teaches, is a serious game. A serious spin of the dreidel. It's public and private, coded and not. And with all of that, if you take it too seriously, if you take yourself or your identity or your own religious chosenness too seriously, well, then maybe you're missing the point of what faith is all about altogether. So whether you'll be rolling on Shabbos with that big Lebowski in the sky or not, and whether you celebrate anything at all this month, Happy Hanukkah, may your light shine! And as a great poet once said, Havanagila. I'm Stephen Daniel Arnoff, and this has been our holiday season specialette, part one. Stay tuned for the Christmas specialette, part two, real soon, because whether you believe in him or not, whether you believe in it or not, or whether you like it or not, it must be Santa. Check out all of our first season episodes of Bob Dylan about man and God and law at www.mangodlaw.com or wherever podcasts are found. Rate, review, and share to help this project grow. We're proud to be part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Check out the Pantheon Podcast Holiday Special. The whole bunch of our hosts and creators sharing holiday cheer at PantheonPodcast.com. Thanks for coming. Keep your lights a-gleaming. 
and see you soon. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.